Global News has got a new series out there called Sticker Shock. Sticker Shock. It is not about Doug Ford and his obsession with stickers. It is not. Although that would be a good series. I'm going to pitch that later. Sticker Shock uh, looks at how some Canadians are battling rising inflation, food prices, and housing costs while still trying to save for retirement. And, and coming up on the radio program, I'm going to open up the phone lines, and I'm really going to look for you to tell me how you are cutting back. I'd like some tips on, like, what do you think? Like, what is it that you're dialing back on right now? Because I can pretty much guarantee you your wages are not keeping up with the cost of inflation and just the cost of everything around you. All right? So how are you dialing back? That is coming up on the radio program. But this new series uh, comes along with an inflation calculator. Check that out on globalnews.ca. Uh, and uh, tonight on Global News at 5.30, and Gaviola has more on this, and we'll be doing this uh, every Thursday as we look at the cost of uh, everything going up and inflation. And to talk more about ways to actually dial back on what you're spending, a place to welcome to the program Myron Genick, who is CEO of Evermore Capital. Hi, Alan. Thanks for having me. Okay. Give me a couple of eye-level things that people can do to just start nipping overexpending in the bud. Sure. Well, so, you know, budgets consist of two things. There's the money coming in and the money going out. So let's talk about the money going out, the spending. So there are a few things that you can do to help that out. One, I suggest everybody take a good look at your budget. Uh, look at what you've already planned and look to see if there's anything on there that you really need to still be doing. You know, I'm not asking for anybody to, you know, consider cutting back their lifestyle too much, but if there's areas where you can come back, go for it. A great place to look, credit card statements and bank statements. What I find when I look at my credit card statement every few months or, you know, maybe once a year, is that there are subscriptions on here that I don't need anymore, especially, you know, apps that my kids have downloaded on their iPads. So have a look at those. Look to see any recurring expenses that are happening every month that you don't need anymore. That's a great place to cut, you know, 10, 20, maybe $50 a month without impacting your lifestyle at all. Yes, that that subscription thing is a a great point because they kind of creep up on you and you don't see them. And if you're not policing it, they just get by you. Yeah, especially when you have that free 30-day trial and sometimes they sneak it in there. You know, you might be doing, you know, you might have a, you know, a, a game subscription or something else for a few months and then you kind of forget about it. So it's good, you know, once a year, do the spring cleaning, look to see what you can cut. Hmm, okay. Uh, wh- what should people do in terms of investments? And because uh, I recently looked at my portfolio and uh, it, my stomach kind of rolled a little bit. It's, it's tough on the nerves. Yeah, it can be. So there's a few things that people can do. One is a lot of people, you know, there's a couple of different things that people are doing. They're either taking on too much risk or not enough risk. So in the too much risk bracket, there are people who invest in single stocks. A lot of people in the last couple of years, especially, have been investing in meme stocks, you know, fun stocks, funds that provide people a source of entertainment. These have been hit especially hard. So one thing that I'd ask people to consider, if you still own these stocks, consider you know, cutting your losses and investing in low-fee, really diversified funds. Those can add tremendous value over time. So as an example, we have Evermore Retirement ETFs, which are built specifically for retirement. They invest in very low-fee, diversified ETFs. And in a way that you know, you've got peace of mind, they're easy, they're accessible, and there are lots of products like this. 
The other thing is if you have cash or GICs in something like your RSP, right now, those are getting crushed by inflation. And you might think that you know that's a low risk thing to be in. Not necessarily. In the long run, those are going to lose real value. So now is a great time, especially with markets being where they are right now, to put that money to work and to get in. In the long run, you'll be happy that you did so. And even if you have only a little bit of cash to, you know, to invest each week or you know, every paycheck every month, great idea. Just put it in, let time and compounding take care of the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And time and compounding though is tough when you realize, you know, from what you've been put in the last year is has sort of evaporated. I know that long-term goal is, is so key, but you, what, what if you're thinking to yourself, okay, if things are going to start getting tougher, my real wages are declining in the face of uh, inflation, I'm going to have to scale back on the savings or at least access savings. What do you recommend there? If you got to actually start dipping into savings? So before you start dipping into savings, there's some other things that you can do. One is, you know, like I said, the budget is money coming in and money going out. The money coming in. A lot of uh, employers have been giving out inflation raises to their staff. If your employer hasn't done so yet, have the conversation. They're probably expecting to have it with you anyway. Um, and it's not, you know, you're not asking for a bump in pay because of your performance or anything else that can be, you know, debated. It's really not a debate that the cost of living has increased. And so it's hurting you. And, you know, if I'm speaking to employers now, your staff will feel a lot better at working at your company if you give them that inflation bump. Even though it might hurt the bottom line in the short term, it's a great way to build the good faith among your staff. And it's a great retention policy. Yeah, Myron, I gotta go. I uh, gotta go down the hall to the boss's office immediately. I'm, yeah. I'm, good luck I with that run. conversation. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Myron. Appreciate your time. Anytime, Alec. Great chatting with you, Myron Genick, CEO of Evermore Capital.